Thank you for joining me. I'm BV for Liberty, my weekly podcast discussing all things related to liberty in America. Obviously, this week's been a somber week for for many of us if we've looked at the the things that are taking place in place in Afghanistan. I mean, as we consider it, I mean, obviously, there's lots of finger pointing. Everybody wants to point fingers at who did what, but the reality is, what's happening in Afghanistan right now is something that was completely preventable. If you look at what took place, I mean, come on, what what person in their right mind, what general in their right mind would ever consider giving up a strategic air base such as Bagram Air Base, something that was built by Eisenhower, taken over by the Soviets and made into something even better. We've been there for 20 years. It was a strategic location in, in many aspects. Obviously, it's right in between Iran, China, Russia, three countries that do not have our best interest in mind that have their own best interest and, and and you know what good for them good for having their best interest but it doesn't necessarily coincide with what we would consider to be true western values true values of liberty you have the fascists in russia you have the communists in china you have the islamo-nazis to coin to take from mark levin who if you listen to this podcast at all you realize that I think Mark Levin is one of the greatest spokesmen for America on radio. Obviously, he's got a huge following. I don't have any following at all. But we gave up that air base. What for? Let's ask that. What for? What What did we accomplish? Did it Did it save us from from twenty years of war? Did it Did it put that all to bed? Are we no longer going to have any war in Afghanistan or in that part in Afghanistan or in that part of the world? Because of what we did by giving up and, and retreating from Afghanistan. Is that what we accomplished? Or did we make ourselves more likely to have to fight a major war in Afghanistan or in that part of the world? And now we have no strategic, in, uh, impregnable base that we can fall back on. I think it's the latter. And if we consider what's taking place in Afghanistan, the chaos that's there, there is no reason why everybody involved with this decision has not resigned. From the president on down to his chief of staff, from the the joint chiefs, the joint chiefs of the armed services, all of them should should resign. Kirby should resign. Austin should resign. All of them. Because this has been an absolute debacle. And if it hasn't been an intentional debacle, if it's been unintentional, well we can they should just resign. If it has been intentional, as some of the things they have said point to it was intentional to give up Bagram, that it was intentional to have this all take place in their retreat from Afghanistan, then it's even worse bordering on treason. Think of that. Think think of treason. Let's just think of treason. What is treason? Betraying your own country. What is more treasonous than giving a list of names of people that you know are in country and that you want an enemy organization to allow out of the country, an enemy organization that you cannot trust, such as the Taliban, to give them a list of names, essentially a kill list of American citizens. Is that not treason? Is that not something that should remove somebody from being in any position of leadership in this country? Why are the Democrat Party, why is the Democrat Party not calling for the resignation of these leaders? The, the simple, obvious fact is the party, the Democrat Party essentially is tied to their ideology. And whoever is in control of the, 
party, no matter how bad they are, no matter how incompetent they are, no matter how old and senile and probably dementia-ridden they are, they will not call for their resignation. They stay in, in lockstep because party is all that matters to Democrats. And they own the levers of power. They control them. The Republicans are weak in their attempts to do anything to stop them. And they don't even attempt to stop them. But in Afghanistan, you have women being raped. You have children being killed. Now you have soldiers that are dying, which we've had not had any soldiers die in the last 18 months. You know, and what do you get out of this administration? What What is Joe Biden doing? All he does is get up there. He he gives some statements. He blames others. He blames the Afghans who, who have fought. Not all of them, obviously. Not everybody in their country has fought. But if you think back to our Revolutionary War, did everybody in our country fight? No, probably a quarter of our country fought to actually separate us from Great Britain. Were the other 75% of the country not entitled to living in the free country that we had after the fact? No, no, of course not. Even though they didn't fight, they were still entitled to it. Not everybody can go to war. Not everybody can fight. We understand that. Not everybody can be trusted to pull the trigger. Obviously, there's certain people, you want to want them holding the gun on a battlefield beside you. So, you know, not everybody can go fight for their country. Doesn't mean they don't love their country. Doesn't mean they want to do what's right. So just saying that Afghans don't want to fight is not right. So many Afghans have died in defense of their country. That's not something that we should point fingers at. How many of us have volunteered for military service? I have not fought in the military. Obviously, I have family members that have, I have, family members that have fought in that, in, in the military that are currently enlisted. Uh, that's, you know, some of us just can't do it. Some of us can't go. We're not physically able. But we can still do what we can to fight it with our thoughts, with our writing, with our actions to support our country. To let 65,000 or whatever Afghans die in the last 20 years and and let that go to naught because we left in the dark of night. Their commanders were unsuspecting of our leaving. You know, we basically deserted the most defensible place in the country to hole up in in Kabul, basically a a corner, surround ourselves, allow ourselves to be surrounded. What general allows themselves to be surrounded by the enemy? Seriously, I mean, come on, people. What, who in their right mind would allow that to happen? They're not in their right mind, and that's obvious. And now soldiers are dying, civilians are dying by the hundreds, if not thousands. I just watched a video the other day of about 15 to 20 Afghans nailed down, bullets being put in the back of their head one by one until they just, you know, go crazy and start mowing them all down. Is that the stuff we're going to have to see all the time? Is that what we can expect? Is it only going to be in Afghanistan? This Biden administration has opened us up to more insecurity and more likelihood that we are going to have these same attacks on our soil than we have ever had in my entire life. 42 years old, almost 42. This is the most insecure we have ever been as a nation. We were not this insecure on 9-11. We were unprepared on 9-11. Now, obviously, there's a conspiracy theory, people that say we did it to ourselves. Maybe they did, but we were not this insecure as we, on 9-11 as we are now because our allies are deserting us because of this doddering old fool, this person who should be in a nursing home. Seriously, he should be in a nursing home. There is no other, there is no other option. He cannot make a complete sentence. Obviously, people are handling him. He pretty much says that every time he gets up to the podium. I got to answer for this or, 
or they gave me a list of names that I'm going to call on. Seriously? Is he the president or not? No, he's not the president. He's not the president. Other people are telling him he is the funnel for which they can push all their agenda. A Marxist agenda. An anti-American agenda. I'm sorry. There's things that America stands for. One of them is stands for protecting its people. Did we protect our people in Afghanistan? No, we did not. Another thing America stands for is liberty. Here in America, the only thing you hear the Democrat Party talking about is taking away people's liberty. Talk about taking away people's liberty by enforcing masks and vaccine mandates. And yes, maybe they help prevent the spread of COVID. I'm not sure that they do. I've had COVID myself. Obviously, it didn't affect me. You know, it, it, tell you the truth, it didn't affect me hardly at all. It was barely more than a mild pain in the back, literally. I mean, it was pain in my shoulder blades. No cough, no congestion, you know, no real fever, some body aches. And, and not that that happens to everybody. Some people, not, you know, maybe not as strong of an immune system. I ran a couple miles, you know, every week that uh, I had COVID for three weeks. You know, it, it was not anything that altered my lifestyle other than, you know, having it. That being said, obviously, people have died from it. So it's not something to take lightly. But should we all have our liberties taken away for that? If that is the case, then we should all have our liberties taken away from drinking alcohol. Because how many people drive from die from drunk driving? Wouldn't it be just easier to just take alcohol away from everybody? Well, they did that in Prohibition, now, and people complained about that. But, you know, alcohol still causes more deaths in the United States than COVID ever will. Why don't we talk about keeping that away? Putting that aside? No, because that serves a purpose of altering the mindset of the population. COVID, we just want to restrict people. We should be focusing on the things that cure, not on the things that restrict. Another thing that we focused on, just thinking about Joe Biden, his insincere speech, his insincere actions. He is the wrong man at the right time in history. Right time for our enemies, wrong time for America. He needs to go. Think of our troops. Think of our, our troops going into war. Think, think of if you had a boss. Everybody hates a boss who won't make a decision. He's inconclusive. He can't give good direction. You, you don't know which direction you're going. If he has no plan, if he has no focus, you know, if he's just off and off and he's scatterbrained, you know what? Your company isn't successful. It just It's not easy to operate in those circumstances. And that is what Joe Biden is, and that's what the generals are doing to our troops. They're making it so the troops have no idea what is going on. There's no plan of action, and we're just going to see troops die. And it's an unfortunate thing. And I hope it's not my family member that has to suffer because of their incompetency or anybody else's family member that has to suffer because of this. Because we're going to have to fight more wars now, and they're going to be with worse enemies. Think of China and Russia and all of our enemies have been emboldened by our surrender a retreat in Afghanistan. I feel for the troops, and I pray that there will not be loss of life. But I can't guarantee that there won't, because unless something happens in our government with our leadership, and they actually get serious about doing what's right for the American people, we're going to see more of this. The Democrat Party is a Marxist party. They're bent on destroying America. How can you talk about spending $5.5 trillion? You talk about spending $2 trillion in Afghanistan over 20 years, and that was too much. That was a bridge too far. You couldn't spend any more. You couldn't send any troops over. And now here we have 
five and a half spent a trillion, almost 10 trillion in the first eight months of a presidency that is going to do nothing except for social engineer. Give out money to people who are already not working. Give them more money. The people that are working aren't going to get a thing. They're just going to have to pay more in taxes. They're going to have to pay more in inflation. All these bad policies that are designed to enslave people because the Democrat Party has always been the party of slavery. They've always been the party to put people in slavery. You know, at the beginning of our country, one of people, people want to talk about slave owners, but slavery wasn't the religion of our country. We were a Christian nation at the beginning, and we still are to some extent, even though it's being denied by academia and the political machine. They want to deny it, but it's true. There are still a lot of Christians, still majority Christians, if, if truly came out, people would more side with Christianity. Because in Christianity, there's there's three main points. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Last. Yourself comes last. That's Christianity. If we were to enact Christianity in this world, we'd be a whole lot better off. Love God first. Love others second. Yourself last. Take that humble approach to life. Not in the face of your enemies, though. In the face of your enemies, you have to be strong. So that's what's taking place in our America. The Democrat Party is trying to destroy us. They've always been the party of slavery. They began to worship slavery as a religion in the early 1800s after Congress tried to outlaw slavery and, and all the, free, the new states couldn't have slavery. So the Democrat Party essentially took that on as their religion. They fought a war, the Civil War. They put us through that bloodshed because of their religion of slavery. Then in the 60s, they enacted slavery once again. Well, early in the 20s, I guess Woodward Wilson tried to do the same thing with, you know, re- re-segregating uh, the civil service, trying that, that form of slavery. In the 60s, though, they brought in the great society to enslave people, enslave poor people to the government government payroll to make them government slaves. Slavery's always been what the Democrat Party's about. Now they want to enslave even more people with this massive social infrastructure bill. All it is is slaving people, enslaving people to the government. Do we want that or do we want liberty? That's what's taking place in our country. The Democrat Party is trying to destroy us. As we are giving up ground to the enemy overseas, the Democrat Party is trying to hollow us out from within. So, my question to you is, do you want liberty? Do you want to be able to raise your kids the way you see fit? To mask them if you see fit, or not mask them? To vaccinate yourself if you want to vaccinate yourself, or to not vaccinate yourself? To live out your life to the best of your family's ability, as you see yourself pleasing God, and then do what you think you need to do to make others successful. Because our idea of making others successful is not always the same. So do we want liberty? Or do we want the government just to mandate to us what we need? And to take the money out of our pocket because they know how to spend it so that we get maximum results. Has government ever spent money on anything that has ever given us good results? No. No, it's not. It's been a big waste. Here we have more weapons given to the Taliban in Afghanistan than we've given to Israel in 60 years. When we should be supporting Israel, we shouldn't be supporting the Taliban. But yet now, we always hear the complaints from the Bernie Sanders, the Hate Israel group, about how much we support Israel, and yet nothing about all these weapons that the Taliban now has, which is the equivalent of what we've given Israel in the last 60 years. It's unbelievable, and it's disgraceful. And if we as Americans want our country to survive, we need to throw off the yoke of the slave-holding Democratic Party reject everything they say in the corporate America that is trying to enslave people. It's basically profits, <laughs> trying to make profit, and then throw off the news media that is just a propaganda wing for the Democratic Party. 
Are we going to do that? Are we going to act liberty? Do we want liberty in America? Do we still value it above comfort and safety and security that's promised to us and never guaranteed? Or are we going to be willing to put our nose to the grindstone and work for our liberty? Thank you for joining me. I'm BV for Liberty.